Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, wrestling fans. Welcome to Curtain Jerk. And as always, I'm your host, Jacob Grani, reporting for the main event, Mark's YouTube channel, and my own Spotify. You can also check me out on Apple Music. I do have to say that apparently Chavo swerved us. Chavo apparently said, you know, a few things about uh, Rey Mysterio and the legacy of Eddie Guerrero. And uh, apparently he said that, you know, that he was just joking more or less. He does wish that WWE would give him a little bit of money, but or the, his family a little bit of money for the LWO thing. But that's neither here nor there. I guess, you know, maybe he was being serious, maybe not. I didn't see the quote. I just read the quote. And sometimes I'm listening to a podcast and you can tell people are joking around. And then they take the quote out of context and it blows up. So I might have gotten swept up into something like that. But, you know, Chavo did more or less say that he was joking. And, uh, you know, I feel kind of like I got duped. I feel like I got a little duped in this podcast game. But what can you do? Uh, I don't think that I'm going to get duped as a fan come July 15th because Vikingo versus Kenny Omega for Triple Mania is booked. Uh, this is the second Triple Mania out of three of the year. I reviewed the other one about like last week or something like that. Pretty excited about this one. Kenny Omega versus Vikingo. Um, we already saw this match on AEW Dynamite. We were supposed to see this match a few years ago. At Triple Mania, but we're going to see it on July 15th, 2023. Sign me up. I'm excited. Uh, apparently, Kota Ibushi said that he was interested in working with a list of opponents. And I'm just going to go over those opponents right now. I think this is pretty interesting. Give you my opinions and thoughts on these matches. Kenny Omega, uh, you know, you kind of seen that one before. Hangman Page, okay. Young Bucks, okay. Will Ospreay, okay. Roman Reigns. This would be some shit here, kind of like when AJ Styles first wrestled John Cena or something, a surreal kind of match that you never thought you would see, but are highly interested in if it ever happened. Shinsuke Nakamura, seen it, but okay, okay. Finn Balor, okay. Takeshita, that would be cool. Sami Zayn, I remember their sick little clip uh, of their match they had against each other when they were on opposite ends of the trios match for the uh, Shikara Show King of Trios. I mean, it's burned in my brain to this day. It was so good. AJ Styles, that would be killer. So five WWE guys, five AEW guys, one New Japan guy. I guess, uh, you know, he could go anywhere. Will Ospreay is a sole New Japan guy. Apparently his contract is up next year. 
I can see him going to WWE. I mean, he's making these, you know, he's more or less complaining about his injuries piling up. 11-year career would be a 12-year career at that point. Ricochet, you know, a guy that he's synonymous with working with has already made his way to WWE. And if you kind of look at their career trajectory, yeah, of course, Will Ospreay won these world championships, wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom and everything, uh, you know, in the main event. But, you know, Ricochet is probably a little healthier and probably a little bit more more loaded than Will Ospreay. I'm sure Ospreay sees that and uh, wants to make a little more money himself. I bet he's going to go to WWE next year. Speaking of WWE, a lot happened. I watched Raw, um, you know, just like I watched SmackDown earlier the last few days. So I am, you know, they are bringing me into... WWE programming, whether I like to admit it or not, before Raw is really where the news took place, though. Uh, a video surfaced with CM Punk at Raw talking to Tamina. Uh, word on the street is he spoke to The Miz, even spoke to Hunter, and then Vince sent him away, kicked him out. Uh, I guess Tamina brought him back there. Uh, Meltzer said the feeling in WWE was that CM Punk was there because he wanted back. Whether that's true or not, I you know Meltzer has no idea. I have no idea who the fuck knows. Uh, what the fuck was he thinking though? I mean, Ricky Starks uh, went to the Royal Rumble to hang out and uh, his to see his friend Cody, and he got heat with that with AEW. Um, you know, people say that Malachi Black and Buddy Murphy have all been like seen, you know, by fans taking pictures and things like that. Uh, but this is a little different, man. This is the guy who's got tons of heat backstage that you're trying to start a whole new show with, uh, showing up on the other brand. You know, I mean, this is just ridiculous. Uh, I guess you don't know what you got till it's gone, punk. You hated WWE. Now it seems like you might hate AEW. Uh, I hope this means that there's no Saturday show anymore. I hope they pull the plug on that. Who knows? Uh, no word yet on it, what Tony Khan thinks. But based on how he felt about Ariel Awani showing up on a WWE show earlier this year, I, can't, I can see him being a little upset about this. Uh, I don't think he's going to take too kindly to one of his biggest stars who fought three of his other biggest stars, and they still haven't sorted all that out, uh, showing up on the Enemies Weekly show. Uh, you know, other people are saying that it's not a big deal, but it's hard to think about this not being a big deal. I always thought that CM Punk was difficult, but I mean, this is borderline dumb as fuck. Uh, if the room, you know, if the rumors of him wanting to come back are true, the fact that he would go about it in this way is kind of sad instead of not just like kind of asking for his release in AEW and you know, going about it in a more professional way. I guess he's never really been professional looking back on it. Some speculate that he was there to kill uh, past heat with Triple H. Uh, that's convenient timing now that, you know, Triple H's stock has risen quite a bit and he kind of has buried, you know, the bridge on the alternative promotion quite a bit. Uh, Landstorm thinks that it was a power play to show Tony Khan that he may have done this, you know, in a bit of a way to show that, you know, he's not scared to go back to WWE. I don't know. I don't know. This is hard to say. I mean, Eric Bischoff called him a bitch. I know Ryback said that he might have been looking for muffins or something like that. Uh, a lot of people weighing in on this. I mean, it just seems like a really bad move. If you wanted to hang out with your friends that work on the other company, there's tons of ways you can do that. Um, 
not like this. It's just it's just a horrible horrible move. And and plus like weren't you mad at Colt Cabana for uh showing up on WWE programming when they were like suing you and now you're mad at your former best friend to the point where that's how this whole thing with you and the elite started in the first place. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Ten years ago, if you would have told me that I would have um, kind of been, uh, you know, looked at punk as like slightly pathetic, I would have, I would not have believed you. But here I am, kind of thinking that here, man. He can't get along with anybody, and he's, you know, you know, just showing up unannounced. It's, it's. It's unbecoming, unbecoming to say the least. But let's jump into the body of Raw. Cody promo. Uh, Chicago is going off for Cody Rhodes at the early going. Even Brock Lesnar guy is chanting for Cody here. Finn asked to join for him to join the Judgment Day. He said no, and that's how we get a match later on down the show. Usos versus LWO. The LWO new uh, shirt. And song featuring Eddie Guerrero, uh, Cruz del Toro with a sick Phoenix splash. But then uh, he ate a spike pile dry, or a spike in midair from Solo. Um, it wasn't just the Usos; it was uh, LWO versus Usos and Solo Sokoa, I should say. One D, one two three. Usos get the victory. Usos cutting a promo on the wrestlemania rematch versus ko and sammy and a little later on jimmy uso uh going over his plans for friday while he can see that jay is uh thinking about something else he kind of asked him what was wrong and uh jimmy ran into sammy Zayn in the back and sammy Zayn kind of planted a seed of doubt saying like why are you doing this for roman reigns you should be doing it for you guys and uh jay could see that seed of doubt a mile away and that's when jay runs into sam in the back and kind of puts a little seed of doubt in him saying you know that ko is going to turn his back on you and then ko and riddle run into sammy ko wants to know why he's still talking to these guys uh we you know we've we have to beat them on Friday is what he says. So I love this back and forth thing. Both teams planting seeds of doubt in the other team's brains here going into Friday. This match is going to be big. Uh, my favorite match of of April was this match. Probably in a run-in for my top five matches of the year was this match. And here we are running it back on Friday. I'm excited. I was also excited to see the Street Profits versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Frog Splash 1-2-3 by the Street Profits. Triple H comes out with big, big news here. Not the biggest news of the night. I would say second biggest news of the night, which is rare for what this was. Triple H first says that he main evented this building at WrestleMania 22. That's cool. And then he revealed a new heavyweight championship. They will crown this new championship Saturday, May 27th, Night of Champions. Uh, this is not going to take the place of Roman's two belts. He has the undisputed WWE Championship. This is, I guess, the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Um, you know, two real titles, three actual titles. I don't think they're going to split up the the championship Roman has. I think they're just going to make it into one belt. Bronson Reed promo with some highlights. That was kind of cool. Damage Control versus Bianca Belair. 
who ends up teaming with Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel powerbombing Liv onto their opponents. Cool spot, even if they do it a lot. KOD, one, two, three. KOD to Bailey here. One, two, three. I thought someone else was going to eat the pin. Austin Theory promo. Lashley interrupts. I think they drew on uh, like Lashley's eyebrows here. Looked kind of silly, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Theory making fun of Lashley not having a Mania match. They start brawling. Bronson Reed shows up. Two-on-one attack until Lashley gets taken out. Bronson then turns on Theory. Bronson with the tsunami. There has to be lots of talk since Bronson Reed came back to the WWE. Um, you know, our, there has been lots of talk. He should have stayed in New Japan. I've said it a bunch. And this backlash is going to be a big indicator on whether I'm right or not. I mean... A U.S. title run is kind of worth coming over to WWE, but just kind of sitting in the mid-card, never winning a title, having a few pay-per-view matches, you should have stayed over in Japan with your TMDK buddies and ran the show over there with them. You were wrestling Okada. I mean, that's a big fucking deal. I mean, don't money aside, putting, putting away money, I think being a lower mid-card guy in WWE is not as good as being a, a main eventer in New Japan. When you get into that upper echelon mid card, yeah, it kinda, I get what you're, you know, what you would be saying if you were to choose that rather than be a main eventer in, in New Japan. But right now, I, I think that his New Japan run was a little better, and this one was a lot longer than that New Japan run that he had last summer. Chad Gable versus hometown guy Mustafa Ali. This is WWE Raw. I was thinking he was losing, but no, he gets the win. Gable more worried about Otis than getting the W. I think it might be a changing of the guard here for WWE. The hometown boy gets the victory. Cody versus Finn. Now we are talking a little wrestle. A little modern day New Japan sprinkled on top of some WWE. I'm pretty excited. Cody Cutter countered by Baylor. Cody breaks free. Cody Cutter, one, two, no. Crossroads, one, two, three. Cody gets the victory here. Cody wins. Cody goes in the crowd and gets Chicago on their feet here. Then Seth Rollins comes out dressed like Hillary Clinton. Went to an EDM show or something like that. Crowd eating it up. Mentions almost. Then turns his attention to the new title. Almost comes out. They are doing a good job here. But this feels rush here. I don't know why this feud is happening. Or this match is even happening at Backlash. Uh, I think they're kind of toying with how AEW or even UFC kind of booked their things. Where they booked the fight. And then they kind of booked the build after that. Main event though, Ray versus Priest. Bad Bunny shows up backstage. 619. Priest counters it with a big boot. 1 2. Ray kicks out. Priest frustrated he can't put Ray away. 619 connects. Goes up top. Priest launches a chair at him. Gets disqualified. What a jerk. South of heaven. Bad Bunny's seen enough. He comes out dressed like he came from a 90s sitcom with an equalizer. He had a kendo stick. Bad Bunny chases him away, uh, whipping his ass, grabs the mic, and he uh, pretty much says that in Puerto Rico, he's going to kick his ass. It's, he's not just uh, a host anymore. He's going to wrestle Damian Priest at Backlash in a street fight. I think this is Bad Bunny's first singles match here, and I think we got a pretty well-rounded card on Backlash. Cody versus Brock. Uh, I'm going Cody here. Trio's tag match. Bloodline is winning, but I think that 
in this storyline, the who is never as awesome as the why. The how things are going to play out is going to be more interesting here. And I think it's going to have something to do with Riddle kind of uh, maybe betraying the other guys. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe Randy Orton's coming back. Who knows here? But I do think the bloodline is going to win that one. Rhea versus Selena Vega. I don't care if Mustafa Ali won in Chicago. Selena Vega is not going to win in Puerto Rico. Rhea Ripley wins that one. U.S. title match. Theories winning. Almost versus Rollins. I hope Rollins wins for this for his sake. Because uh, almost lost to Bobby, Braun, Brock. So either they decide to finally give almost a proper push, the big win, or they are heating up Rollins for the new title. I think Rollins is getting the new title. I think that's what, what they're going to do. It's either going to be Rollins or Cody. Who's kidding who? Uh, Bianca versus Io. Bianca, this one might might steal the show. Uh, both ladies are good, and both ladies are are no stranger to one another being in NXT around the same time. So I think this is going to be a good one, but I think Bianca is going to win it. Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. I mean, come on. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's going to win it. It's Backlash. It's pretty much his show. Uh, Jumping over to AEW, Dynamite from this week. uh, Adam Cole says... You know, he's calling out Jericho, and he doesn't care if Jericho shows up. He's going to go find him uh, mad and understandably mad. Then, you know, later on the show, Adam Cole does go out there, calls him out. Jericho shows up on the Jumbotron, sends 2.0 Garcia and Hager out there uh, to attack him. Cassidy and Bandito, this newly formed faction as of uh, an hour before, come out to help... um, Adam Cole, but this isn't enough. Four on three assault. Then you hear Kill Switch and Gage kick in. No, it's not CM Punk from the WWE CW run. It's Roderick Strong dropping everybody. He's now all elite. You you gotta love it. I think I think Roger Strong's gonna have some pretty good matches. It's a shame that Bobby Fish left AEW the way he did. It's a shame that Kyle O'Reilly isn't around in AEW. Still nursing an injury, I I, I think. Um, Baker and Hater cut a promo on the Outcast after that, so it does look like you know this side's evening up a little more. We might have you know undisputed era versus the Jericho Appreciation Society. It looks like Tony Khan announces uh, the Owen tournament happening again this year. This year taking place in Canada, double or nothing, Forbidden Door, and then it's gonna. I think it's gonna end in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, Owen Hart's hometown. Um, this should be fun. This should be good. I liked it last year. Let's run it back. Sammy and MJF exchanging gifts, exchanging some PDA. Kind of weird, kind of funny. I don't think you're supposed to like it. I kind of liked it, but I don't think you're supposed to like it. Sammy wins his match. We'll get into that a little later when I rank every single match from worst to first. But if MJF and Sammy... Uh, don't beat Jungle Boy and Darby next week, then it's going to be a four-way match, a double or nothing. But if MJF and Sammy do win, then it's going to be the match where you know that they're threatening to have where Sammy lays down for MJF. Uh, and come on, I mean, the writing's on the wall. It's going to be the four pillars, so we all know what's going to happen here, but it's probably still going to be a great match. Uh, Sammy and MJF are leaving, but 
Sammy was a little pissed after because MGF wouldn't let Sammy in the limos in the limo to go wherever they were going. Said it was full. No one was in there. Switchblade and Juice versus Ricky Starks and Sean Spears. Uh, why is Sean Spears in this? I don't know, but it was a cool little video package nonetheless. And then we're gonna rank every single match from worst to first. All six matches from AEW Dynamite tonight. You have Wardlow versus a Jabroni. I'm sorry, I didn't even catch this guy's name. Headbutt, Lariat, Powerbomb, Symphony, 1, 2, 3. Arnie Anderson cuts a promo. Christian Cage and Luchasaurus come out. Uh, they look like they're going to get in the ring, but they think better of it. Uh, Cage just kind of grabs the turnbuckle and then turns around and leaves. Then you have number five, Jade versus Taya Valkyrie. This was a good match. Taya can't hit the road of Valhalla. Arshall get DQ'd, but she tries anyways, thinks better of it, and then ends up getting rolled up by Jade. Jade stealing one here, um, but she had her. She had her. I like this feud. It's very a wrestling-centric feud here. For the TBS Championship. Number four, Dax versus Jeff Jarrett. Got to love the old guy in the front row marking out over Jarrett. I think I've seen this guy definitely at some NXT tapings. The, the guy that was on the front row wearing the tie-dye and the sunglasses. And I even think it's some bash at the beaches from back in the day. Hopefully someone can connect me with this dude. But this dude is definitely at some front row for some bash at the beaches in like 96 um, back in the day. In Florida. It's always in Florida we see this guy. Florida man on the front row. Uh, Dax. Oh, with a crisp headbutt. One, two, no. Jarrett cutting Dax off in midair. Going for a catapult. One, two, no. Sanjay out of nowhere. One, two. Dax kicks out. Chases Sanjay around. Gets in the ring and then gets hit with the stroke. One, two, three. Jarrett celebrating with a tag title. Uh, at the end of the match here, but Jared beating Dax Harwood here in 2023. Can't believe it. Sammy Guevara versus MJF is at number three. MJF on commentary. Or Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. I don't know why I put MJF here. Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. MJF on commentary. Won't shut up about these damn pickles. That's gotta be a rib on CM Punk. Uh, Sammy low blow into a springboard moonsault. Darby dives, gets caught and cut. Or it gets cut and countered into a cutter. little tongue twister there. Uh, Ty Mello comes out. 6.30 through a table. Darby still won't quit. MJF come down there frustrated. Throws the skateboard at Darby. They end up pulling an Eddie Guerrero here. The ref thinks that Sammy uh, got hit by a skateboard from Darby. Calls for the bell. Sammy seals one. And then we get the... Everything that happened at the end of that word, Tony books the tag match that's going to probably lead into the fatal four-way match at double or nothing. Number two, Kenny Omega and Takeshita versus Butcher and Blood, the main event of the evening. Danielson on commentary, Blade working snug, Moonsault, Senton, one, two, Blade kicks out, Kip Sabian interferes right in front of the referee. If this did not happen, this match would have been number one. Uh... Jeff Jarrett, Mark in the front row, loves Takeshita. You got to love that. Blue Thunderbomb, one, two, no. Kenny dies on Butcher and Blade. Huge knee from Takeshita, one, two, three. Takeshita and Kenny Omega get the victory here. Blackpool Combat Club come out and attack uh, Kenny Omega after the match. The Bucks try to come out to hold them back to no avail. The numbers game is too much. They try to get Takeshita on their side when it looks like he's not joining them. They low blow him and attack him with a screwdriver like a bunch of assholes. But the number one match 
for AW Dynamite this week, Bandito versus Orange Cassidy, the curtain jerker. Bandito finger guns end up getting caught in Cassidy's pants. Yes, I'm talking about pro wrestling here. Bandito goes after the leg and hits a tope. Stunner, Minchie Driver, one, two, no. One arm power slam, frog splash by Bandito, one, two, no. Beach break, one, two, three. Orange Cassidy, I think... He had the best match on Rampage, too. He's just having great matches here. They said this is his 20th defense. And, uh, I mean, much like John Cena with the U.S. Championship, this mid-card title, I think, is reinvigorating uh, Cassidy in this promotion. I love it. I love wrestling. CM Punk showing up at Raw. New world title for WWE. Um, this, I think this whole... Uh, MJF, Sammy Guevara, Darby, Jungle Boy thing. It doesn't feel like a world title feud, but it is getting interesting here. Um, you know, I love, you know, Backlash coming up, Puerto Rico. You love these international WWE events. I do too. Fly high. I'm out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.